Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 34. I am your host, Alejandro Veda. Thank you for tuning in. As always, you guys are showing me so much love, and I can't believe we're already on episode 34. And I just know last week was a very hectic week for me. Uh, some things are just out of our hands. And you know what? I just got to say that's okay. Uh, I know I want to be there for the people that are closer in my life. And sometimes, you know, you just got to put things on hold and really be there for someone. And I figure that uh, what hurts me will only make me stronger. So I just got to keep moving on. And I'm just glad it's Thursday and I'm able to record some content. Uh, Like the show must go on. And my focus is back to making this content and promoting my my podcast. And I'm very excited for this upcoming week um, as we leave to Atlanta on Friday. But this last weekend, I was able to go see uh, my parents in San Diego and my sister, which was awesome. I forget sometimes how much family soothes the soul. Uh, the trip was really short, but one to remember. And we're able to, to get some uh, some good quality time together. Um, and we're also able to try some new places. And one of my favorite things to do in San Diego is find good food spots. And I found some new food spots that I really liked. Uh, we went to a place called Barrio Dog right in Barrio Logan, uh, in San Diego, right outside of, uh, downtown. Uh, we also went to Mismash, uh, was, which was also in Barrio Logan, um, and every time we go, we, we probably hit Body of Logan about a couple times. So that wasn't anything different. Uh, but I definitely had to go see my friend Francisco, uh, who owns Tacos La Mezcla, which, is, which was once a taco truck, but has soon found his own spot in North Park. Um, and you can find them in North Park. And, and if you don't know where North Park is, it's close to the uh, San Diego Zoo. And this spot definitely had great, great food, great drink, um, and definitely they had the games going on. So it made me really, uh, really uh, appreciate this place. Uh, we were really hungry after church, and we decided we wanted some some pozole, uh, which to me, uh, Francisco makes the best I've ever had. But I couldn't stop there just for uh, pozole, so I ordered Korean asada uh, tacos and a shrimp burrito. Uh, so if you're ever in SD, check out Twisted Taps. Um, th- this is where he cooks out of now. Uh, he used to cook out of South Park Brewing, which was a nice place. But I think now uh, this new Twisted Taps has uh, something definitely to offer. Um but this weekend, I did miss out on a bunch of events I planned to attend. But you know what? Family comes first. And I don't regret going, even though the podcast depended on some of the content. Um, even though I wasn't there to attend, my wife did on the behalf of the podcast. Uh, she was able to attend the K-Pizzle and DJ Envy's Turntableism, which was presenting a new format to the hip-hop show, which featured Callie Unner. And MC Wicks, BKR, Mike Bogart, and Knowledge. And I'm proud to say this was a hit in Fresno and hope that uh, they use this momentum to keep going with, with the support of the hip hop culture. Um, and definitely that hip hop culture is getting bigger here in Fresno. And we need to see more, you know, innovative events uh, such as this one 
Just a shout out to the DJs and the MCs that took the stage. We love to support our local artists. So, um, and also I did miss out on the Big Fresno Fair, which I wasn't planning to go until the podcast received free tickets. Uh, but my wife did enjoy herself and told me there wasn't too many big changes. So I wasn't really mad about uh, missing it afterwards. Um, but we definitely go for the food and definitely go for the exhibits. Um, she definitely had a corn dog and I'm definitely jealous that I didn't get one, but you know what? I'll get one next year and that's okay with me. Um, but I did, you know, have a very change of mind of what I want in, in my life. You know, uh, I, I want to make my family a lot closer. I want to do more with my family and, and you know what, uh, doing that, uh, definitely made my motivation for this week a little bit more hungrier. Um, but you know, with this upcoming week, I definitely want to, uh, just remind you guys, I will be out of town, so I won't be, um, doing any local events or anything like that. I will be, uh, trying to do some on-site podcasting at some of these, uh, events that we'll be going to in Atlanta. Uh, we definitely are trying to uh, go to a, a craft beer festival and we'll be going to um, the Falcons Rams game. Uh, we want to try to see some of the, you know, tourist attractions like uh, Coca-Cola World, um, CNN, uh, the, the Atlanta Zoo and the Atlanta Aquarium, which, uh, you know, should be fantastic. And I can't wait uh, to finally just take off and go for a week and not not even uh, think about what what we have to do. Um, But that that is until next week, next week's podcast. So just make sure you guys stay tuned and see what's coming up. And uh, I just want to get this week started, so let's do it. Um, I want to just talk about our state's homeless epidemic. Um, This has been a problem plaguing some of the state cities. San Francisco to San Diego, uh, you can see the influx of people flocking our great cities in California. Some of these homeless people are good people who really need help to get back on their feet, but I think a higher percentage of them are just criminals. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say that they're all criminals. I know there's good people and there's bad people, but this is, this hasn't been the case here in Fresno where our local police has offered many of the homeless help but only a few actually wanted to receive it. Uh, Most of the homeless are actually repeated criminals, drug offenders, and, you know, they are also mental uh, illness victims. This was seen by our police, which on Monday had encountered a homeless gang member who stabbed two people before a confrontation with the cops. Our new police chief, Andy Hall, urged our state officials to mandate uh, inpatient treatment and our city officials believe it could be done by strengthening the criminal laws. Fresno's no camping ordinance is still in effect, and now there will be more officers on the homeless task force. This issue is getting worse, and our state uh, is paying for it. Uh, we, we need to find the real answer to the problem, and we need to take care of each other and also be safe. Uh, the city is plagued with the homeless Drug addicts, that doesn't mean that they all are, but we need to take care of those who really need it and those who will benefit from it. 
like families or single parents. Uh, cracking down on laws to prevent homeless will never fix the problem and pro- and probably will only get worse. Um, I know I don't have the problems for this uh, epidemic, but I know implementing laws sometimes just make things worse. I just hope those who really need the help can get it and, and can find people that, that are able to help these uh, these people that are in need. Because I know um, once they break the, the cycle of homelessness, I know the education will be there for these people to get out of, you know, whatever a position they're in. Um, I know I'm very blessed to have a family that, you know, supports me. I know uh, not everybody has the same uh, kind of outlet. You know, people don't really have those people to very depend on. And it, it it's it's hard because um, they're definitely alone in, in this world. And some of these people that have been homeless have been, been homeless for a long time. And I know that uh, I try to do my part. I know it's it's tough, you know, uh, when you're barely making ends meet. And you can't really, you know, just give away money. But I think now, uh, now that I've been thinking about this issue, I really want to just dedicate some time. And I think... Uh, you know, coming back from Atlanta, I'm going to have a change of heart and I'm really going to try to invest my time in my community a little bit more. And especially with this podcast, because this is something that I could reach out to everyone. Um, but the next thing I want to talk about is, uh, supporting, you know, our local music. And this week is no different. Um, I was able to get a sneak peek from a new project. It's about damn time. And this band was formerly known as 24-Hour Bigfoot Attack, and that was being called Bigfoot Attack. So this band is made up of three great musicians, uh, Ben Mooneyham, who's on guitar and lead vocals, Nick Terrified, who's on bass with backup vocals, Joe Treister, who's on vocals and drums, and their new album, It's About Damn Time, will be dropping October 19th. Um, they'll be hosting an album release party at Zach's Brewing in downtown. Uh, and if you don't know where that's at, that's in the brewery district across the street from Tioga Sequoia Brewing. Uh, this album was a very fun album to review because I'm, I am a, a, a big punk rock fan. And this album has many characteristics of what a true punk band should sound like, um, it reminds me of like a Blink-182, Green Day, and Fallout Boy. It's more like poppy punk rock. I don't know if that's a real genre, but it, it, it has a has one of those those uh, definite um, catchy um, sounds. And, and it's very raw and really unrefined. Uh, it's very easy and quick. Um, it gives you, you know, the classic three man band with a very basic instrumentation and they play, you know, at a fast tempo. This album really impressed me, especially by knowing the bass player, Nick Terrified. Uh, some of my favorite songs on this album is a song for lovers this time next year, ass backwards, which was their first single and video off this album and arrogance is bliss. Uh, you can contact Big uh, Foot Attack on FB, IG, and Twitter 
at Bigfoot Attack or Bigfoot Attack 559 at gmail.com. Uh, this album will be available in digital and physical form. So make sure you make it out for uh, Bigfoot Attacks. It's all about time. Damn time. Sorry. It's about damn time. It's about damn time album release party at Zach's Brewing, which will also have other bands such as Face for Radio, Sci-Fi Cater, and A Dollar Underwater. Uh, the show will start at 7.30 p.m. and is an all-ages event, so make sure you bring your kids and enjoy the local music. The next thing I want to talk about is Fresno Foxes, who are third in the USL Western. The record is now 16, 9, and 8, and with 57 points. The regular season has passed, and now the playoffs are here. We didn't finish the season off with the win, but we're still, you know, doing pretty well, considering we dropped down to third in our west uh, in our Western division. Um, we tied LA Galaxy two to two in what could have been a win, but the LA, LA Galaxy scored in extra time. Our next game will be Saturday, October nineteenth. Versus the Orange County SC, who are fifth in the USL Western. Their record is 4, 9, and 10 with 51 points. And we tied this team earlier in the season. This is also a, a good way to really um, show your support. Um, make sure you sign the petition that has been spread on Facebook, which everyone should sign. This is to keep the Foxes here in Fresno. This petition may not keep them here, but I believe our officials need to see how much we support our local team. I believe it will benefit our growing city and hopefully show city, uh, Fresno as a city to invest in. So make sure you do your part by, sending, by signing this petition on changes.org. And while we're supporting the Foxes, make sure we support the Fresno State Bulldogs, who are 2-3 and three now after a devastating loss to Air Force, uh, who are third in the Mountain West uh, division. Uh, we lost 43-24, to which was another loss that was due to Jorge Reyna's interceptions. Reyna played a great until the fourth quarter, and there he did another interception, but our, our defense was just not ready for the option plays that Air Force was running. Uh, this was a good look um, for for Air Force. I mean... They totally took advantage of us. Uh, we could not stop their offense. Uh, I don't know if we could really do any worse. I mean, seeing that we were in the game all the way until the fourth quarter, and then uh, Jorge Reyna threw an interception, and we just couldn't come back from that. Our defense could not hold uh, the lineup. Uh, definitely their option was just way too good for us. Uh, and I just hope for this upcoming game, which is going to be Friday, October 19th versus UNLV, uh, who are six in the Mountain West with a two and four record. I think it will be still a tough uh, battle uh, after, UN after UNLV's win over Vanderbilt. Um, their passing game looks suspect, but their running back number 36, Chad Magyar, uh, ran for 116 yards on 22 carries, which led to UNLV, UNLV's win over Vander, Vanderbilt, 34-10. to uh, We'll have our work cut out for our defense, which looks spooked after getting um, <laughs> really demolished by Air Force's option offense. 
Uh, we'll see if uh, Jorge Reyna is understanding ball placement and is watching film on this UNLV, UNLV team. So make sure you go out, support the dogs. It's going to be a home game. Make sure you wear your red. And make sure, you know, you let uh, Fresno State know that we have not get, given up on the season yet. Now I want to talk about the CIF Central Section High School Football. And last week's matchup of the week was Clovis West versus Buchanan, which wasn't the greatest matchup. But both teams put on a great show. Uh, Buchanan defeated Clovis West 46-21 to in a Tri-River Divisional game. This week, Buchanan, Buchanan takes on Clovis High on Friday, October 18th, and Clovis West will take on Clovis East in another Tri-City League game. Uh, some of the matchups for Friday will be Central versus Clovis North, Hoover versus Sunnyside, Roosevelt versus McLean, Madera South versus Sanger, Edison versus San Joaquin Memorial, Danuba versus Kingsburg, Fresno versus Reedley, Bullard versus Madera, and the matchup of the week I'm going to say is going to be Central versus Clovis North. Uh, Central's four and zero, and Clovis North is, I think, five and one. And this is going to to be a great showdown as uh, Central is two and zero in the division, and Clovis North is one and one in the Tri City League. So. Make sure you guys go out and support one of these uh, high school football games. And while we're still talking about football, let's talk about NFL Week 7. And let's start off with uh, cornerback Jalen Ramsey, who was traded from the Jaguars to the Rams for the 2020 first-round pick and a 2021 first-round pick. Um, with also, they also uh, got a 2021 fourth-round pick, and they sent uh, cornerback Marcus Peters to Baltimore and acquired uh, and acquired uh, offensive tackle Austin Corbett. Uh, Jalen Ramsey will be playing this weekend versus the Atlanta Falcons, and the uh, Giants' Saquon Barkley looks like uh, he's making a return after suffering an ankle in in injury that led him to miss three straight weeks. Also, uh, Giants tight end even Evan Ingram looks to return this week after suffering a knee injury. Green Bay's wide receiver Devontae Adams says it's unknown when he will play again due to his turf toe. Uh, Bears QB Mitchell Trubisky is going to play this week after hurting, hurting it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but Bears defensive lineman Akeem Hicks was put on the IR this week. Also, Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson will miss another week after missing the last four games. Uh, but some of Week 7 matchups are Thursday, uh, today, Chiefs versus Broncos, Sunday, Raiders versus Packers, Rams versus Falcons, 49ers versus Redskins, Texans versus Colts, Vikings versus Lions, Ravens versus Seahawks, Saints versus Bears, and Eagles versus Cowboys. And on Monday night, uh, Patriots versus Jets. But to me, the matchup of the week is going to be Rams versus Falcons. And I believe this is going to be the, the matchup of the week because I'm going to be at the game. Because I'll be able to, to watch my team um, in its own home stadium take on the Los Angeles Rams. And this is going to be a big day for me. This is going to be a big day for the Falcons. Uh, 
they're going to go against Jalen Ramsey. And I hope that uh, the Falcons are ready for, you know, this uh, this game because uh, Jalen Ramsey actually puts uh, the Rams in a good position. But knowing that, uh, you know, the other side of the field is going to be uh, up for grabs for um, Sanu and also Calvin Ridley, uh, I just think that maybe we might get the win if we could score enough points. Our defense is not very good, and I think Goff could take advantage of our defense, but we have been scoring a lot of points in offense, so I think this is going to be a game of the week, and I think it's going to be 21-17 Falcons. Also, the NBA season starts this week, and I just want to talk about uh, the Lakers' depth, and people keep talking about if they have uh, enough depth, um, seeing how... Anthony Davis was out for uh, the last preseason game. He came back, and definitely you can see the improvements uh, when he's in the lineup. I mean, I think, to me, we have some of the best big men in the league. Uh, we have Anthony Davis, we have Dwight Howard, and we also have uh, JaVale McGee. Um, we definitely are in a better position with our big men than last year. And I think that might be our our most powerful positions right there. And and we also have LeBron. I mean, it it goes further than that. We have some great parts in Alex Caruso. We have uh, Kyle Kuzma. I, I mean, I don't know why people are questioning the depth of the Lakers, but I definitely think that we can match up with a lot of teams in the NBA. And if not. You know, I want you guys to tell me if I'm lying. Tell me who, who has uh, what it takes to beat the Lakers. I just think uh, knowing that they're my favorite team and also uh, the team that is more on the hot seat than any team in the league because they have two of the best players, um, definitely going to show some show some this year. And I think that, uh, you know, throughout the season we'll see that um, they can mesh together and we'll see some new lineups uh, put together by Frank Vogel, the head coach, uh, to see exactly how far this team could go in the playoffs. Um, opening night starts October 22nd. Um, just the two games that uh, that day was going to be Pelicans versus Raptors and Lakers versus Clippers, which is going to be two great games. Um, I wanted to talk about LeBron's comments about uh, Houston uh, Houston's GM Daryl Morey's tweet uh, about um, Hong Kong. I mean, I wanted to talk about that, but really, I, I just don't really want to go into it because it's so two two faced, and I don't really want to get into the political stuff. And I think, you know what, if NBA d doesn't want to, um, you know, just try to defend their their people, then I think uh, th they shouldn't have to. And for LeBron to come out and say something about the, the GM's tweet, I, I don't think that was right. I think he should just shut up and just um, went on with his day. And I understand that the Lakers were there uh, in China while this was all unfolding. And I get why he was upset. But sometimes, you know, we got to be able to, to, to just be quiet altogether, even if it didn't make sense. But let's start talking about the MLB World Series. Uh, the NLCS is over. Nationals versus Cardinals. The Nationals swept 4-0 to zero and advanced to the World Series. Um, and the ALCS, Astros versus Yankees, the 
it could be anybody's series. Uh, Astros lead that series two to one. Uh, the winner advances to the World Series, and the games will be going from ten uh, from October seventeenth through October twentieth, if needed to go to Game Seven. Um, but the Nationals look nasty right now. They're on a roll, and I'm so happy for them because the, that's the Grizzlies' mother team, and I, I and I hope that. Um, it shows that Fresno is uh, one of those um, places that could very could very well be one of the best farmhouse teams in um, MILB history. I'm telling you, we've won uh, a championship with the Giants, multiple championships with the Giants. We won a World Series with the Astros, and now the the Nationals are in are in the world series. So that just shows you that the trend in Fresno is very, is very good. And we're definitely one of those teams that, uh, could really make a difference for, uh, someone's, you know, farm team and professional team. Um, but now I just want to talk about the, my favorite section, uh, segment of the week, beer of the week. Um, it's juice press IPA from Virgin beer company, and they go out of Carlsbad, California. It drinks at a 6.8% ABV. It's brewed with Citra, Simcoe, Vic Secret, and Mosaic Hops. This beer was amazing. I was at a Twisted Taps in North Park, uh, San Diego, eating some pasole and watching the NFL ticket. And this beer was very easy drinking and crushable too. The front end had had like almost like a... Oh, like a stone fruit um, sweetness. Then the back end had a nice bitter bite that left like a clean mouthfeel. I mean, it went down so good with the with the food that we we're eating. Uh, this was my first virgin, virgin beer, and I can't wait to finally visit the brewery. Hopefully the next time I go to San Diego, I'm going to go to Carlsbad, and I'm going to go to this brewery. And if you're ever in SD, make sure to check out Virgin Beer, and also Twisted Taps. But I just want to say thank you again for tuning in. Uh, this podcast was definitely um, a quick one for me to, to really put together. Like I said, I, I've had a, a tough week, and this weekend we're leaving for Atlanta, and we can't wait to get on that plane. Uh, this is going to be a culture shock for us. We don't know what we're getting into. Uh, we look at the weather and it looks like it's going to rain for most, most of the week, but we're not afraid of the rain. Uh, sometimes the rain will, will make our day a little bit better just by us being together and us trying some new places out. Um, we're definitely going to go try some of the, the seafood that they have there. We're going to go try some wings. We're going to go try some, some cheese steaks. And we want to see what some of the locals have to offer. Um, we're hoping to go to uh, a craft beer festival, which would be awesome. They're going to have about 70 different breweries there. It's one of the biggest ones actually in the South. So I'm anxious to see what kind of beer they drink out there. Um, for me, of course, we drink IPAs out here. But I know down there, you know, they drink Saisons, they drink Sours, they drink Lagers. They drink a lot of totally different beers than we do here in the West Coast. So I'm anxious to see what they have to offer. And I'm also anxious to see, you know, what's there to offer in um, in Atlanta. 
I know a lot of food places and I know a lot of beer places, but I'm definitely trying to check out some of the historic sites and also some of the tourist sites. So make sure you guys check out next week's episode for all of Atlanta. I'm definitely going to be dropping pictures. I'm definitely going to be dropping what I'm drinking, what I'm eating. Um, I hope you guys are tagging along with me. I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, remember to support your local businesses, your local artists, and your local podcasts. I am Alejandro Oveda signing off, episode 34.